Hi, I'm Natasha. And I'm Penny. And you're listening to The Wibs, the podcast for women in business. We're here with practical, real advice to help you get ahead at work. Without the BS. We'll be the work wives you've always wanted. Let's go. Good morning. Welcome to our Wednesday Whip. Today, we're going to speak about the power of play at work. Juicy episode. Juicy and topical, especially in December. We spoke about burning out last week, and now we kind of wanted to offset that with really positive and the reason as to why it's so important to introduce that play at work. Yes, exactly. So play is something that is actually really positively associated with job satisfaction, with a sense of competence and increased creativity at work. I think that people have a picture of play at work as like, oh, millennials like playing ping pong and and sort of like fucking around at work. But it's not actually that. It's much more than that. And it's actually a very important psychological factor in how you are more productive and basically a better person at your job. Yeah, you're right. It's not just put a pizza party and a ping pong table in your office and let it go. This is beyond that. This is how to bring play into your work. And it's helpful for not only you as a person and for your work life, but it helps to create that culture, especially if you're driving it. You don't have to be the people and culture person to drive play in the workplace. That's the main thing that we want to kind of push through. It's not just up to them to be driving that. I think if you're able to introduce play into your work, you're going to find yourself more positive and you're going to find the people around you more positive, which is only a positive. Yes, we love positivity. That's what this is all about today. So how do we define play? So there has been quite a bit of work done on this by two scientists, and I'm probably going to butcher the name, so yeah, forgive me. It's all right. Meredith Van Vliet and Brooke Feeney, Feeney? They actually published the Perspectives of Psychological Science, which offers like a standardized definition of play that people could use in terms of like adulthood. So what it is and what it isn't. So they define play as a behavior and activity carried out with the goal of amusement or fun that involves an enthusiastic and in the moment attitude or approach and is a highly interactive among play partners or with an activity with oneself. So that's a lot of like sort of high level kind of interpretation of it. It's very like how to define it, but I think it's important. I think in order for us to really work on like what we mean by play, you can understand how it's defined. People define things in different ways. I think it's important for us to kind of put down how do you do it in a work environment too. Yeah, exactly right. So the reason why we want to sit there and define and sort of think about this is because we don't want anyone to kind of look at this as just like a fluffy thing. It's actually not. It's much more than that. So the science behind play at work. So there's a study that was recently done by Brigham Young University that shows teams that were a collaborative, like played a collaborative game together for just 45 minutes were actually able to increase their productivity on tasks by 20%. So this is actually backed by science. Play is not just about having fun and enjoying yourself it's about how can you actually improve and up level yourself at work yeah and I think I've got a really good example it's like making me smile thinking about it now so we had our strategy day maybe it was mid I'd say mid-year this year and our strategy days are fairly intense you know we start off with like what we want to achieve the KPIs to get there they're a hugely intensive day where you're like by the end of it you're just 
You just want to have a nice nap and a hot chocolate and just not think. But what we decided to do was after such a hectic day, we could kind of see that we were losing people. So myself and the head of operations kind of went, it was the break. It was like our lunch break. And we kind of walked out and we had a chat. We're like, okay, I feel like we're starting to lose people. We've gotten what we want out of it. How can we still make the end part of this strategy day meaningful but bit more playful like we wanted to try and like get people up and about and but but still learning something I didn't want to just be like okay it's over just because we're losing people like we want to try and make a way for it to be both so came up with that idea that was really cool and it was like okay let's do a competition whereby everybody has to pitch like one of our goals, pretend that it had come to fruition and we'd launch this new product. Now we split everyone up into completely random groups, like people you usually wouldn't work with. We gave them all like five to 10 minutes and they had to go outside and they had to come up with like the most creative, fun way to pitch this product. Now what this did was, one, it put people out of their comfort zones, which is really important for growth. Mm. Two, it meant people were collaborating with each other that they normally wouldn't. So you're learning different skill sets. You've got a creative who might shine in this area, but you've also got someone who's on the back end operational who actually, when they're put in this environment, oh, it was actually surprising to see some of like the quieter ones that were just like not nah, owning it and they were absolutely smashing it. It was so good to see. And then to be honest, like the last bit is they're learning a skill set on the, on the sales part, how to pitch, how to creatively pitch, which I think is important for everybody, whether yeah. you're working at the warehouse and you've got to negotiate with suppliers or you're working, you know, on the front end where you're having to talk to customers and it's customer service or marketing in the way that you you have to sell to your customers. So it was really, really cool. And some of the, oh my goodness, it was hilarious. Like we were cackling by the end of it. And it was just a really fun way to end the day. It also just brought people out of their shells a lot. It was an opportunity for working other parts of your brain and allowing yourself to shine in a different kind of way and, and being able to enjoy yourself. And you're right, it did. Like I was there for it, experienced it. And I really felt like a, a different muscle being worked there rather than just sort of sitting there and listening and being talked at or having a discussion where it was really serious. It, you know, it lined it up, but it also allowed all of us to think creatively. And Such think- a juxtaposition between sitting in a room because, like, these are intense days. You're sitting in the room like, KPI, how am I going to go to this goal? What metrics, metrics, metrics? And then, all right, let's be silly. And it was yeah. really cool, yeah. It Literally, you're exercising a different part of your mind and that's what it does when you allow yourself to have fun with a task or activity, especially working as a team. So I think it's like that's an example of it in like a, I guess like a wider setting. But I think for me, a personal example of how play actually helps me improve my performance at work. Would almost, I could actually talk to it as like the relationship that you and I have, Tash. So because we have a strong foundation and a friendship outside of work and inside of work, the more I've gotten to know you, the more I've been able to bring out my personality and a different side of myself, the more that I've actually been able, I feel like, to think creatively and be more free with my ideas. And part of the nature of the work that we do is quite collaborative. So I think that I can see a difference in my ideas from when I started to my ideas from now because I'm much freer as a person. I'm much more open as a result. And I feel like that's been able to allow a certain part of creativity 
to be stimulated because I'm not afraid of opinion anymore. It's more about I'm excited to share an idea. That's a completely different mindset for me from where I was when I started. You're completely right. And I think, you know, I remember when when you're chatting, like when you first started, it was kind of like you'd say to me, like, is this idea dumb? And I'm like, are you joking? That's incredible. I'm like, why didn't you tell me this before? Like, that's so good. That's such a juicy, amazing, playful, fun idea. Let's have a crack. Like, let's go. And it was that communication with each other that kind of helped that because, Mm. you know, sometimes the best ideas – I've done like creatively and when you're having fun with it and like especially because our background's in marketing so in particular with marketing I think like some of the the most creative out-of-the-box ideas that we've come up with is because we've like been like okay we're gonna stay back on a Thursday open a bottle of wine and let's go yes let's just be silly let's just you could come up with the best campaign you could do this what would it be and it's just like silly 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 right on the whiteboard like just keep writing it down and then you kind of come back from it you're like oh okay cool. yes they're actually not that silly they're actually really cool yeah it's but, fun. It's, but it's also it's an opportunity to allow a little bit more vulnerability into yes. what you're doing if you can really break it down like what's the difference between working with colleagues versus collaborating with like your friend or your partner or your family it's that level of security and vulnerability that you can bring to the table. So if you're allowed to do that and play definitely encourages this, then you're going to get a better result, particularly when you're trying to think outside the box on something. It's you the best this- way to put a pen, like vulnerability. You're completely right because it's like that's what play is. It's kind of taking down those walls. Yes. That's what it is. And so letting people in in a different way that's not as vulnerable as being like, like just saying it out loud. It's more of like a really fun, playful way to do it. I think it's a really good way to kind of connect those together because – the more you can play with it and the more you have the ability to do it, the more free you're going to be. Yeah, exactly right. So we've sort of spoken about the ideas and the concept of play and and what it means to us. So let's kind of think about why play is important outside of the vulnerability space. So I think for me and what I can really identify and see quite clearly is that play helps to unite a team. So particularly at work, when you're working with other people, when you're collaborating, there's no better way to kind of bring someone together. That's why you have team activity days. Yeah. That's why you have like, I guess, bonding exercises together because you can have that kind of connection with people more than just, you know, talking to Janice about the spreadsheet. <laughs> why is it Janice? I don't know. It just came to my head. <laughs> <laughs> just door to me. But do you know what I mean? I've never worked with a Janice, but yeah, no, I understand. No, I actually <laughs> think about it. Yeah, no, no. I think that it does unite team members. It's that humour. It's that, you know, like <laughs> I remember one time everyone was really stressed at work. Like it was, it was really stressful. It was like a Christmas, really stressful. And I brought the sales manager down and I was like, do you want me to just like fall over in front of everyone and he's like what I'm like do you want me to just like fall over I, I love know. that you put yourself up for that because uh, you I'm, wouldn't I'm, have done I'm, it naturally it's fine <laughs> I'm extremely clumsy so it makes sense but I was like he's like what do you mean like looking at me like I'm like just not knowing what I'm talking about and I was like because I just want to like I don't know break it up like everyone's so stressed they see me fall over we all have a laugh at it let's yeah. just go like it, it's that kind of thing that it's just kind of like it's that play that funniness like you could be the most serious person in the world but then you just see someone like okay fall over shouldn't be that funny but you see someone do something quite silly and it kind of just breaks you out of that seriousness of stress you kind of see it and you're like oh okay that's kind of cool that's yeah. funny I hope that followed our sword following your sword for us again like that <laughs> please fall over I next time I like, actually did it or not but dying. it wasn't but I you know I agree with what you're saying 100 it breaks the out of the rhythm and and what I feel like happens when you are allowing that level of play or just like fun in your life is that the fun then leads to 
the unexpected novelty, which then will lead to a new idea, which will then break into innovation. Love that. Absolutely. And like what you said before, play lets us bring more of who you are to work. Yes. It kind of like helps you bring that like what makes you special. Regardless of what kind of humour you have, whether it's like sarcastic humour or, or dark humour or dark. Or dark. <laughs> or dark, you know. It is what it is. It's your humour and it's what makes you special and what makes you different. And I think being able to kind of open that up to the people that you work with that you spend eight hours a day with or Mm. if you're working from home you spend quite a lot of time chatting to like you're gonna help build those connections faster through play yeah absolutely and I think coming back to the idea of allowing it to be more ourselves at work it's just a faster way to show your personality like bringing it back to Janice and the spreadsheets god bless her whoever she is in my mind's eye it is so hard to get to know someone when what you're talking about is just restricted to work. Like how yeah. do you pick up on what someone likes, what someone dislikes, their personality, anything about them when you're putting someone in a box? We're so much more than the the work that we do each day from nine to five. And I think that it's really important to allow that, I guess, that more fun, more lighthearted side of ourselves out at work so people can get to know you because that also then builds upon the trust that you have with your teammates. You're getting to know someone it increases your likability. It allows you to grow your, your team and your connection that way. No, absolutely. So one of the tips that I would say, and I did mention this in the burnout one, not as a tip, but just as like that was a suggestion. This one's a full-on tip on its own, is memes in emails. Yes. Add a visual element to emails to put some fun in the day and break it up. Shout out to someone that we work with. They're a marketing agency digital marketing agency and one of the we obviously being December busiest time of the year we're all like running around like headless chalks he introduces by adding in some hilarious memes with his daily updates it was just a such a nice way to receive an email that we're looking forward to because you know you got to look at all the metrics and all the serious stuff but the fact that he just break it up with a meme was just oh it was so great because it just kind of added that play to something so serious. Yes, and I think it's like at times like I feel like there's a resistance to be like doing things that are fluffy or funny at work. But we're all people. I mean, like if I would send that to my best friend when we were kicking goals in life or if if something amazing happened and I wanted to like show my enthusiasm through what can often be like a very bland form of communication – love an email but you know it doesn't really let your personality shine yeah exactly it's just an opportunity to be more of yourself inject a bit more of your persona into something and also you actually get more cut through that way because I don't remember half the emails people send me but I remember those kind of things and they stick with me well I think that the memes in emails and I don't know if I'm saying them right but I'm just gonna keep going with memes I think that's how you say it but it's good for obviously people that you work like in-house. It's it's really good to like to create that connection. But like I'm talking about then before it was a client relationship. Like we're a client of theirs and that was something that I really appreciated. I also think it's a really good outreach tool. So when you are writing emails for people like sales outreach, emails, which is just like a cadence of emails that you send out, mm. it's really cool to have the memes in there because you're reaching out to somebody that doesn't know you who's getting the same kind of emails from the same – like. I'm sure you're not, I'm not alone. There's so many emails that you get and it's just like, hello, I love your business. Yes. Uh, please work with us. And it's like, it's just such a, you know that it's just a generic email that everyone's getting sent. But imagine if you open one up and it's just like a meme and it's like, I don't know, like just an emu on their desk feeling all like sad and deflated and be like, have you got those December feels? Like yeah. it makes you laugh. Like it's kind of like the things that kind of just, I remember that because I'm like, wow. 
love the sad emu. Like it is what it is. But I think it's really cool when you can kind of create that personal fun and play even in a cold outreach when you're trying to get new clients because I think it really, obviously, again, depending on your business, but I think just cutting through with some fun is a really good way to get new clients as well. Yeah. So the next one would be to celebrate employee milestones. We have spoken about this in the past in regards to celebrating employees and that was more how to connect with employees and on that side. But in this, it's more about the fun ways to do it. So for example, for employees' birthdays, <laughs> okay, I don't know if this is right or wrong, but y'all over here now, we'll go on their Facebook and just find like hilarious photos of them, print them out and put them all over a desk. Yeah. Hilarious. Hilarious. Objectively, objectively <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> they might not appreciate it, but it's hilarious because we've taken the time. It's a bit of fun. It's nothing too bad. It's, okay. yeah. it's public. It's out there. Play doesn't always have to be like a knock-knock joke or a ha-ha type thing. It's like it's just about doing something that is not so restrictive. So you're celebrating, you're getting around people, you're spending time with them to celebrate something that is not based on work performance. That is a, like a way of incorporating more of your personal life and more of a relaxed feeling and sentiment at work, which I think is awesome. Yeah, absolutely. And it's just about having fun and just finding ways to celebrate employees' birthday, being a bit different. We also now have started printing out a picture of their face and putting on a hamper box. Yeah. Also fun. Look, and if you need ideas of like how to do any kind of work celebratory activities, we've got lists of them. Just hit us up on Instagram, email us, send us a DM. We will answer your questions on this. Okay. So the third way that you can encourage play at work is to, when possible, eat lunch away from your desk. Now, we don't always live by this, but when we do do it, I think we do it really well. I think it's about carving out moments in your week where you're not just a solitary person sitting at your desk, eating alone, not really engaging with others. Yeah, there's been times that we do, when it's not a busy period, we do Uber Eats Fridays where everyone orders Uber Eats and we all order our individual meals and we'll rather eat them at our desk or go sit on the table and whatnot. But one of the things that I thought was really fun was in our last few, I could kind of tell that people were eating at their desks quite solitary and that that can happen, you know, you've got things to do, the weather's horrible, like I get it. But what was really fun was when we all kind of, got some stuff to share towards the end and we all shared and we all sat at the table and you could see at the beginning when I was like okay guys let's go sit at the table everyone kind of like tensed up like oh I've got work to do though I've got this to do I've got this to do but that half an hour to an hour of us sitting there at the table just having a laugh like people that yeah you usually might not go for lunch with but you're all sitting around the table and just having a huge giggle over random stuff and what we're eating and try this and try that it was just so much fun that was the day that we also brought I got a bit excited so I went to Coles and I bought like the world's hottest chips yeah also (laughs) we also had a spicy chip eating contest at the same time because why not just pile it on so it's another little tip there just force everyone to eat really hot stuff yeah I was gonna say like yeah the pain endurance scale that's definitely part of the the team bonding and challenges challenges are a great way to play well it does lead us into our fourth tip which is Create those activities for your team. So whether it's like you're having like at the end of the day, you have like a 10-minute trivia timeout or you have game nights on a Friday night or you're like Tash and you force people to eat spicy food against (laughs) their will. Whatever that is, being able to have that kind of activity, that level of connection that is outside of the like just the stock standard work environment is a way to encourage that play at work and also foster that connection with your team. Absolutely. I spoke about this, I kind of touched on it in another episode, but I didn't actually go into detail. So 
Our customer service manager is just incredible. What she has brought to the team on Fridays is a game changer. So what she does is at about three o'clock or two o'clock on a Friday, she'll send around a bunch of questions. So it'll be like eight questions and every week they're different. Mm -hmm. Last week, she might all send in a photo of us as a child, (laughs) like a rather teen or as a baby. And she came up with like eight questions. And I can't even remember, like one was like, what's your childhood crush? And they're all just like nothing work related. They're so random, but hilarious. So you fill them out and then at five o'clock when most people are, you know, packing up their stuff and ready to go, everyone stays back because she's so entertaining. She puts together this Kahoot survey. She collates all the different answers, questions, pictures, whatever, and puts it into this big trivia night. And I remember last week, you know, our boss came in and he kind of like, he's since exited the business and he came in and he was like, wow, this is so special. It's five o'clock on a Friday and instead of everyone running because, you know, the weekend's yours to claim, everyone was just staying back and just like fixate at the screen. We're all having a huge laugh. It was such a beautiful way to end it and that's an activity that she brought into the business that for me I look at that and I'm like that's a game changer. That's something that brings people together, especially at this time of the year especially because it's personalised, it's hilarious, everyone's having fun and we all feel really connected. and it's a way to get to know each other quickly. Like I learnt more about people that I had worked with for years in that like half an hour window on a Friday afternoon than I had for half the year. Like it was a really cute and quick way to kind of inject that fun into your workplace in a way that's really easy to sort of seed out to people. It's not something that's hard to do. It's just really straightforward and people seem to really love it. So in regards to resources, so one of the resources I will say is Cahoots is what she uses for the trivia nights. I think we just do a free trial for now, but we will eventually pay. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) (laughs) Cahoots, yeah, don't listen. So we do that. Another resource is the conversation starters. That's really cool because that's kind of can help you kind of find those niche questions to ask that kind of get people to open up so they're not like super personalized it's just like really fun things that you want to answer like I don't know what's something that you did as a child that was really embarrassing like things like that are just like so harmless fun kind of prompts that will get everyone excited yes and if you need any other like tools or things to help celebrate employee milestones like birthdays or different celebrations in life you know where your your gals when it comes to your tampers, you can come to us at any time. Penny just wants to visit all of your offices yeah. and just like make it a party. Literally. But if you're looking for something outside of that, there are other ways that you can celebrate. Like, you know, Prezi is a really great way to look yeah. at sending gift cards to your team, whether it's even things like little Uber Eats vouchers and rewards throughout the week to be able to like, commemorate like special occasions for people or birthdays, whatever it might be. I think that's really great. And then also there are lots of different places that you can go to be able to go and do those team building activities that what we've spoken about. So we often use a place called the Commons to be able to go and do strategy days and then do team exercises. So similar to what we spoke about at the start of the episode there where we were mentioning almost like the Shark Tank idea, like yeah. getting everyone in the room, being able to have everyone out of the office and in a different space, you'd be surprised how much better and how much more engaging that is to be able to sort of change your environment, switch it up. So places like common workspaces. Yeah, common workspaces are great. Can I just say what would would be one of the best activities that I've done with the team? This is going to be like so just, yeah, anyways. It is bounce. 
Oh, I, I haven't done that. Oh, my Go goodness. On. That was so much fun. We went to Bounce one time and it was like, I don't know, it was really like we're trying to think of like a team building activity. We didn't know and I don't know, we're just like back to the whole inner child thing. We're like, oh, let's just have a go. It was hilarious and it was like so playful, so fun. You got to like break up into groups and like verse each other. We got the two brothers who were the bosses at the time like versing each other with like these big like inflatable sticks. <laughs> it, was, it was like all of us were just transported into like kid world. We were all just like these little kids running around and it's so funny because we all work together in our professional jobs doing professional things. Yeah, but not- there, these though. people like running around hitting each other with inflatable sticks was just hilarious. Like bounce is actually such a really fun place. Or like I say bounce, but like you could be hearing this from anywhere. It's just like a trampolining place. So just with heaps of trampolines and inflatable things where you can hit each other. It's hilarious. Yeah. Please try. Anything that gets you out of an office chair basically is a win. But try there first and, and see if you like hitting your, your, your <laughs> team members with inflatable things. So that is our episode for today, guys. We hope you enjoyed it. We hope you got a real insight into how play can improve your productivity and your workplace in general. If you liked this episode, please make sure you are rating, you are subscribing, you are reviewing when we can. We love to hear from you. And we will be back in your ears next week with another Monday Mind Mug. See you then. Bye. Bye.